Stephen Jill here. Hi. Welcome to the House Academy Show, entertaining real estate investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from not so sunny today, Southern California. Today, Jill and I talk about hitting singles in the house wholesaling market. You know, a lot of people ask me and have been asking me for years, what's the difference between wholesaling houses and wholesaling land? True. And everybody, well, most of the people know here, we cut our teeth for decades, Jill and I, buying and selling land. And, you know, because of real popular requests or a, a tremendous amount of requests, because that we, it, on the Land Academy show, Jill and I talk about wholesaling houses. Right. You know, why don't you start a house academy program and talk about wholesaling houses? Because well, so we, we did. know how to do it. So We've we been did. doing it. And it's kicked in. <laughs> And now they ask us, why? What's the difference? This is the difference to what this show is all about today. Exactly. Single after single after single, you can um, buy a house for a couple hundred thousand bucks and sell for 230 or 240 pretty quickly if you price it right and do everything mechanically correctly, uh, or at least some version of that. Mm-hmm. With, with land, it's not as mechanical. There's a little bit more of an art form to it, but you have the opportunity to, to hit some uh, bigger base hits and sometimes some home runs. So if you're like me, I'd rather hit singles all day. Exactly. Consistently and predictably. <laughs> exactly. Before we get into the show, though, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the houseacademy.com online community. It's free. Amy asks, are lockboxes a good way to give potential buyers access to a property, or should I slash my B-O-B, BOG, boots on the ground, always be present? Love it. And I don't. No, honestly, most of the houses, we buy them, we take them in inventory, we own them and they're empty. And honestly, especially, I don't really do, I don't do it with with um, individuals, but for, and most of the people that, uh, if I'm in this situation, um, it's either another investor or a realtor, and I trust them, and the house is empty. And I have, we have lock boxes, we track who goes in there, and I have no trouble doing that. Jim? Yeah, I mean, the big, the big, answer here that what she's uh, she's getting at is do i have to show every person do i have to be involved in the sale of this house you know we're data people do i have to get somebody so the answer is no if you have a buyer if actually we have a show coming up i think we're recording it today uh, after this called you know how to get a buyer or maybe it's a question i can't remember how to get a buyer before you start sending mail out to kind of fill their order and if you do that correctly, which is how Jill and I do this, we have buyers lined up before we actually send mail out most of the time. Um, you just kind of give them a key. Like you, you, you know, lockbox is perfect. Yeah. That's what we do. So the lockbox thing really applies to real estate agents and to like retail sale. And so, no, we don't, uh, while we do have lockboxes, we only share it with a couple of wholesalers, mm-hmm. not wholesalers, a couple of, look, we sell to people who renovate houses. Right. We don't sell to the retail people, and, and a lot of the problems that go on, uh, or the deal drama, let's say, that goes on, has, has to do with those retail sales, not so much wholesales. Right. Because the people that are involved in, in renovating houses are professionals. Mm-hmm. They, they, they'll run through the house, and they'll tell you real 30 quickly. 30 seconds. Real quickly, probably looking from the, uh, the outside whether right. or not they want to do the deal. They just need a quick eyeball inside. And, and this is totally appropriate, and I would feel comfortable and safe with it. Heck yeah. Yeah. I've, I've had no issues, especially the condition that we're buying them in. They're not. They're not going to run off with a 1930s oven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be funny. I mean, have seen a, those. <laughs> Jill's been the vast majority of, of Jill's day these days is talking to sellers of houses. Right. 
And so can you imagine putting a lockbox on any of these houses after you know we buy it? I don't think we've ever put one on, on the types of deals that we're doing. What oh, lockbox? We're, we oh. we're filling an order in, in LA County right now for, mm-hmm. for people who are cash buyers who are going to tear down these houses and put up small apartment buildings. Right. It's very specific. And so... Yeah, they don't need they to don't, see the asset at all. I'm not sure they're <laughs> even going to go look at the house at all. They haven't yet. Right. You know, and the feedback is, is, I love the lot. We're going to bulldoze the house. And, and it, it's a SFR. Mm-hmm. So that's, I guess that's my whole point to this. And this whole episode uh, today is, if you watch HGTV... Are we starting the show now? <laughs> Are we starting oh, yeah, the topic? Sure. Okay. Hitting, today's topic, hitting singles uh, in the household selling market. This is the meat of the show. Thank you. Sure. whole point today is if you watch HGTV and you see how they're run, the, you know, the shows are they're renovating houses and they talk about buying these houses sometimes at auction, sometimes they buy them from a municipality. Um, they, buy, they all have some way to buy these houses and, and including our way. Although they never talk, I've never heard anyone talk about it our way. That's not our business model. So let me super clarify. Here's how you hit a single buying a house. You get a person or a small group of people who see some value in the square footage of the house, the land that it's on, uh, maybe the location of the house. And they know what they're going to do with the asset because they're already doing it anyway somewhere else. And you're just offering them a way to buy cheaper houses or houses faster that are not on the MLS that are off market. You know, they're, maybe they're a renovator, maybe they're, um, they scrape the house and put a new, another property on it or a different type of property like a small apartment building which just happens to be what we're doing right now. So that's how you hit singles over and over and over again where you can send a few properties to somebody who's already worked out their financing, who's already worked out what they're gonna do with their property. And they're looking at these deals very quickly and saying, this is a fantastic location. It's zoned what I want. Uh, I love the square footage of the house or the, the lot. And I'm probably going to do the deal. There's an 80% chance I'm going to do the deal and that there's something silly quirky with, let's say, who owns it or maybe somebody on the deed has passed away. But even then, most of the time, they're so professional and so seasoned in real estate that they can work themselves those problems out with us or by, the, uh, by themselves on their own. So that's how you really uh, excel in hitting singles in the wholesale market. Here's a great example of what not to do. And I feel confident in saying this because actually I think the next show we're recording is what not to do, but I'll, I'll allude to it now. If you go send a bunch of mail out and you smart price it like we teach and you get you're, you're going to get people signing the offers and sending them back or they're going to call back and say, yeah, we do, absolutely do want to sell our house for the, the, the amount that you sent it. Then you buy the house. You do your due diligence, uh, just like we talk about in the program, and you buy the house and then you stare at yourself and say, well, what do I do now? How am I going to sell this? <laughs> right. Uh, you know, and I, I'm trying to be as nice as I can about this. That's not what you want to do. My whole point, if I might add in, my, my point on this topic is with hitting singles in the wholesale market, it's really about dollars. Going into it with that mindset that you're not going to hit a home run, but you're going to consistently do well. How? Because you know what you did. You, you learned from us how to pick a county. You're looking at days on market. You know all the things that we talk about in the House Academy, You know what to look for. So you're going in and you know what the outcome's going to be. That's a single. You're not trying to reset the market too, by the way. You're trying to do this very quickly, very fast, for a decent amount of money, 
let's just say maybe, you know, anywhere from 20, 40, 50 and up, $1,000 a transaction, depending on the amount of the property, and you move on. It's very easy in a, in a house range of, you know, two to $300,000 to get, you know, twenty to $40,000 doing this all day long with very little work. And then what I'm doing right now is I'm hitting things that are, you know, one, two, three, four, five million, and guess what? My numbers go up to yeah. uh, accommodate that, which is great. And it's the same thing, you know. Just I'm not trying to reset the market. I'm not trying to buy something for one million and sell it for two. That's dumb. I'm trying to, you know, we're yeah. trying to find things. That's not what this is. Exactly. Singles are are things that it's a million and you're and it's being sold for one point one, or one, you know, something like that. Not singles is not getting greedy. Singles is about. Um, doing it fast and that's been our whole thing too by the way with land academy we really are about volume and we talk about this a lot you know don't don't if you try to get greedy it's going to slow you down if you just think about these singles you'll do it right and you'll do it fast if you're going to sit and hold out for x price you might be holding out for a while that's going to mess up your whole model so that's exactly right thank you We know your time's valuable. Thanks for spending some of it with us today. Join us next time for an episode called Our Biggest House Failures. And we answer your questions. Post it on our online community. Found it, houseacademy.com. It is free. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. I'm glad we talked about that. It's important to bring that up. Yeah, I think so too. Some people come into this with like, oh, I'm going to do it this way. And and, I mean, we just want everybody to know... um, this is what we do and, and what a single is and how fast it can go. You know, it's important to understand the concept of for sale property and, and to avoid it. You know, right. there's, there's not an easy button way to buy and sell real estate most of the time. After you get seasoned and send a bunch of mail out and do a bunch of deals, you start to see paths of least resistance in uh, hitting singles. And one of the paths that we found in houses over the years, and you know, this is invaluable information, I think. I wish somebody would have told me this. Find a buyer mm-hmm. that's really, really motivated. Right. And really, they're, you know, they live and die by the quality of their house acquisitions. There's right. a ton out there. Versus um, buying some property and then just kind of waiting to see who's going to buy it, which is right. the old school real estate agent model, which I think is, is, uh, can be successful, but... It's never, you're never going to scale it to the place where you really want to go, exactly. or at least where, where we want to go. That's awesome. Thank you. Wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening, please subscribe and rate us there. We, we are Stephen Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property. <laughs>